everyone, welcome back to our IT time because it's time to talk about tech. I'm Zoe and together with my co-host Kelly, we have a very exciting interview ahead of us. Yes, we do. With us today, we have Danica May Makatange, D365 Functional Consultant with a focus on finance. Many of you may know her as the blogger, Ms. Dynamic Millennial. Welcome, Nika. Would you give a short introduction of yourself for our listeners who do not know you? Of course. Um, and I think this is the best platform for me to say this. Hello, the amazing D365 community. It's a pleasure and really a blessing for me to, to be part of this activity. And uh, I am Danica Mimakatangai. And I have been what in the work industry for seven years. But I spent my first three years in the accounting field doing the debits and credits of different companies. And for the past four, almost four years, I have been doing Dynamics 365 uh, functional consultancy. That sounds pretty cool. Wow, it was good. And you've probably heard our podcast episode, Non-Traditional Path to Careers in Tech. And as you just said, you kind of started in accounting and then you went into um, IT. So basically, that episode fits your journey a bit. Can you tell us a bit about how you got into the tech industry and why you decided to take that step from accounting to um, IT? Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, I, I think I can say it's an accidental thing that happened to me because during my first three years of being an accountant, I found the, the thing so routinary. So every day, I just have to keep the books of records, the books of accounts, then do the month end. Then after that, we'll do the same thing the next month. So I tried to look for a job and then they are looking for a CPA. And uh, apparently I am a CPA, a certified public accountant. So I grabbed the opportunity without knowing that this would be the, the work that I'll be doing because I thought I will just be using a different accounting system which is Microsoft Dynamics AX back then. So I tried to apply, then I landed on the job. And then on my first day, my uh, superior, my, my immediate supervisor handed me this book titled um, Enterprise Resource Planning Implementation, I think. And that's when the time I totally realized I'll be doing a different thing. So here I am in the Dynamics 365 world. <laughs> During the interview, they didn't like ask you questions about dynamics or gave you any hints. Um, they just asked me how how to do the receiving part or the three way matching, and then uh, I really don't have the idea back then that this would be the work that I will be doing. So yeah, <laughs> all I have to know, I, all I have in mind is that I, I will apply for this because I am a CPA and I am looking for a job because. I really find the work already too routinary for me. So, yeah, it's really funny to, to hear that. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's an interesting story. And honestly, like, I really loved your little shout out there to your blog readers because she always starts all of her blogs with hello, DM, amazing community. So I love that. And I'm glad that you did that. Um, so, it sounds like you've really transitioned well, and you've, you've been several years now in consulting with finance and um, helping people implement their Dynamics 365 systems. So what would be your advice 
to someone who wants to take a step forward into working in D365 consulting or just in the tech industry in general? <laughs> so first of all, you, you really have to check oh, what was the job that you are applying for, that it is really for the consultancy thing in D365FO. And don't think of it as an a negative thing that you would be changing your profession to a different uh, field. Um, most of the people I do know, since they knew that I took accountancy as my bachelor's degree, and um, whenever they ask what is my profession right now, they would be asking, and if I say I am a Dynamics 365 FO functional consultant, they would always have this question, what was that job? Or can you still uh, use the course that you have took in, back in the in the in your college days? Then I'm saying yes. Apparently yes. It's just that I already departed from doing every day the debits and credits. I departed from doing the month and the year end close. But obviously, I can still use the. Uh, the learnings I had from the accountancy, it's just that it's more of the, like an IT person now than an accounting person. So the advice, yeah, going back to the advice that I can give to the people who would really want to try to fill in in this uh, industry, in the infotech, especially the D365 uh, consulting uh, don't be bothered by the questions that you will be receiving from the people around you. If you really wanted to try and go out of the, uh, say, comfort zone that you have, then uh, try try to do it. Uh, there's nothing wrong with trying. You you when and when you are already there, you can see uh, the improvements that you have, the growth that you will be having. Uh, not just um, professionally, but also as a person, because uh, let me share that I am an introvert person, and part of the implementation job, especially during those times that you are on site without the pandemic, you really have to speak with different people, speak with clients, and that helped me a lot to interact with with people. So it's not just about shifting your career; it's also or changing your career. It's also uh, improving your personality. And um, yeah, you bet. Uh, I think that's, that's it. I really like that. Did you like train as like an introvert? Did you train to like how you would meet other people? Or was it just like go out there and try and error and see what works? And I know that must have been a really step out of your comfort zone if you don't usually like talking to people that much. Actually, every time I know that I have a scheduled meeting, I first practice myself. I talk to myself, actually, <laughs> what um, uh, things I could expect to be asked of from me. And um, yes, from, from there, I, I actually practicing talking to myself in front of the mirror just for me to see that I am talking to a different person or to another person. And even until now, I think I, whenever I know I have a scheduled meeting, especially this podcast, I try to uh, to talk to myself first, just to, to condition myself that I'll be talking to a different person and that not just through messages or chats. So that's what I am doing 
to, to, to conquer, to overcome the, uh, the introvert side of myself. When I uh, used to be really afraid of presentations, I would record a video of myself to then look at it after and see how I act. Maybe that's uh, <laughs> advice for anyone who's out there listening <laughs> with <laughs> the same problems. Um, okay, cool. But you don't only work in tech, you don't only go out and talk to clients. You also have a blog, right? Mm -hmm. uh, where you unbox Dynamics 365. So I would really be interested in what was like kind of the object objective uh, when you started this blog? As I have mentioned earlier, I started as an accountant for, for three years. I don't have any uh, background with the implementation with the 365 itself, AX and FO. So I started the the blog Miss Dynamic Millennial with the with the hope of giving back to those people who trained me, to to people who helped me to to be in this uh, field right now, because I think. A simple thank you say, saying uh, I, I appreciate what you did to me is is uh, underestimation of what they have did to me and I think I have to do something that will matter and uh, during the time that they saw that I am posting some blogs of about D365 FO and they're saying that I I am already starting uh, writing that blog. I said to them that it, it's my way of saying thank you to you. It's the product of, of your hard work for the past years of um, teaching me, uh, sharing to me your experiences about D365 because actually I really don't have any knowledge about it. And having said that, it's also my way to uh, to share my what I have gained in the past, especially to those who would love to start um, to be a functional consultant for D365FO. Because during the time as well that I am starting my career as D365FO, that's why I am mentioning uh, the community of D365 are really amazing people because they have this platform, a website wherein different D365 experts are in there sharing their knowledge so whenever i have issues whenever i have questions i post my questions there and then after a few minutes or a few hours they will be um, answering my questions and it really helped a lot aside from the microsoft support that we have out there so it's really my my way to to give back on what i i have experienced amazingly experienced with the d365 community from my colleagues and the people outside the company i used to work here in the philippines and second and i think this is the 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 second the last uh, reason why i really wrote that because i really cannot uh, remember everything <laughs> that I have learned in the past. No matter how every day I work with the 365FO, I believe still there will be times that uh, I'll be saying how to do this again. So that's a great way for me, a faster way for me actually to look back on what I really need to know. And I, it really helped me a lot in the past uh, months. I've been looking there a lot. I'm uh, reading my blogs because I really wanted to know what I have done in the past for, for me to better do the implementation. Yeah. 
that's the reason why I started News Dynamic Millennial Blog. So that's really funny. Like, have you ever um, done an internet search and had your blog come up as a result and say, oh, yeah, I wrote about that? <laughs> yes, yes, I encountered that. Uh, many times, and even for my colleagues, they're they're say, saying to me, "Oh, Nika, you already wrote a blog about this." Yes, and I hope you love it. Because <laughs> you're right; it it is so hard to remember all of the things that you do because you're constantly working in different areas of the system and different aspects of the system. So writing it down is beneficial, but then when you forget, you might find it as a part of an internet search, or you might remember, oh, I think I wrote a blog about this. Let me go back and search the archives, right? (laughs) Um, I actually find your blog super interesting. I I discovered your blog, I think, when it was fairly new. And I said, oh, I really like this one. I'm going to start following this one because I think that this is going to be very beneficial for me because I work more on the supply chain side. So for me to have kind of a finance blog that I can refer to, um, that was beneficial. So I could say, you know, just learn new things about different aspects of the system. So I've always been a big fan of your blog. So I've noticed that you have a ton of readers. You have a ton of people that like all of your blog posts. Did you anticipate becoming such a big hit with your blog when you started it? And no, no, actually no, because during the time I started that, I think that was July or August last year. It would be about a year from now. Uh, I think what the moment I shared my first post, I just had 10, 20 reactions on it. But I don't get bothered on it because actually I just really wanted to share that. And if people would need it, you could have it. <laughs> and every time I need to review it, I can have it as well. I really don't expect that um, during the uh, coming months of posting different blogs about the 365FO, I'll be gaining attentions, uh, different uh, reactions. And special thank as well to uh, Josh Knox, because during the time that I am starting my blog, is the one who's keeping doing comments on my blog on how I can improve my blog and on what uh, topics I can discuss next. So that really helped on how I can uh, on how I can improve my craft, on how I can improve my writing skills and how what what topics I still can share with the people because honestly whenever I, I write my blog, uh, I just have the idea of writing it because that was the first time I was able to experience that function or might be I have this fear of being forgetful about it. That's why I write that. So it's also a help for me um, having someone to to um, advise me on what to, to to write about and how I can present my, my blogs um, uh, even uh, in a better way. Yeah, I don't actually. I actually, I I really cannot understand why I have to have lots of reactions coming into because I I for, from my uh, opinion, the 
topics I am just sharing is nothing compared to the blogs out there. For, for me, it's just a simple thing that I can share. And uh, that's why I'm really overwhelmed and surprised with uh, those reactions uh, that I am getting from the, from the people uh, who are reading my, my blogs. I was going to say, sometimes it's the things you don't expect um, that get the most reactions because other people might be struggling with the same thing. <laughs> you were mentioning uh, a kind of a mentor, no? Who was like always uh, helping you to make the blog better. Um, would you consider mentoring other people into like, if they want to enter the tech world, for example? Have you ever thought about that? Yeah. Yes, yes, definitely. Because I think, There's nothing wrong with sharing your knowledge, with sharing your skills. And people have done that to me a lot in the past. That's why I was able to write uh, and start Miss Dynamic Millennial Blog. So definitely, I would really love to be of a help to people and to our colleagues, especially in ABS. Thank you. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your favorite topic to write about in your blog? Uh, everything that is about finance. <laughs> There's nothing specific about it, but just everything I learned about uh, finance, especially those that are of basic topics. I think I am more focused on that because as I have mentioned, uh, the objective I have as well on why I am writing my blog is to help those who would want to start uh, being a D365 FO consultant. That is why I, I think That's why I'm focusing on the basics of T365FO because I believe the having the firm foundation about it or a better foundation about T365FO would really help uh, someone to, uh, to, to do the T365FO consultancy the better. Nika, can you tell us where your our listeners can find your blog to read about it? Yes, to those who would love to read my blogs, you could just search on your browser miss dynamic millennial uh that wordpress.com or you could just simply type miss dynamic millennial i think you can take a look or search for it on the internet <laughs> people can do that they found us on the internet go and check it out definitely worth it uh well i think uh, we're almost at the end thank you very much for coming and uh getting out of your comfort zone to record it with us. Um, I really enjoyed it. So before we finish um, this last episode of the first season of IT Time, uh, I need to ask you what your favorite tea is. <laughs> Actually, whenever I hear uh, listening to the podcast that we had from the previous Uh, sessions i always hear this question what was your favorite tea or what is your favorite tea and i really cannot find any answer to it because i don't drink tea <laughs> but uh, hmm, let me think <laughs> iced tea maybe e yes may might be if that, that would be the for the tea iced tea would do <laughs> Because I really don't like the taste of the tea. I just love drinking coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Iced tea for that case. 
I'm waiting for somebody now to say Long Island iced tea. <laughs> I have a feeling that's enough for coffee and tea for our listeners. Uh, thank you, Danica, for being here for our sixth podcast episode. As we talked about this dynamic millennial and her blog, we appreciate you joining us. Thank you, everyone. And I hope you find this uh, podcast interesting. And I hope that uh, everyone who would love to try and venture on being a D365FO consultant, I was able to inspire you a bit on how to start your career on being a D365FO consultant. Thank you, everyone. Again, for me, thank you, Nico, for being here with us and talking with us. It was a great way to end our first season of our tea time because it was time to talk about tech and especially about women in tech. So for anyone who hasn't listened to other, our other episodes, we had some great interviews, for example, with the director of engineering at PayPal. So go and check it out. They're online on Spotify, Buzzsprout, wherever you're listening. And for our second season, we have some really great interviews awaiting us. And we're so excited to start the second part of this journey. So again, if there are any topics you would like us to talk about or people you would like us to talk to, reach out to us and we will see what we can do. 